Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. This episode I've entitled The Serving Spoon. In one of the strangest or oddest events of my adult life, I was called into the office of the owner of the company that I was working for. This is 30 years out of high school and asked to close the door. Jeez, I thought I might be getting fired. Well, it was, I guess, pretty close to that. What was the problem that the owner of the company had? He felt that I was mocking him when he directed me to do something and I answered, yes, sir. Or he asked me a question and I responded, no, sir. He was also felt that I was mocking him when I asked for something from other coworkers, and I said, please, with my request, or that I responded with thank you. I looked at him in complete disbelief, and he said, I want you to stop doing this. I think you're mocking me. In pure comedic, unintended, unintentional response to his request, well, what do you think I said? Yes, sir. Well, I had to apologize for that. And I said, I called him by his name, and I said, this is just a habit. I, that's what I was taught to do from an early age. There is absolutely no disrespect, but it's, it's something that's ingrained in me. I really, it's unconscious, and there's absolutely no disrespect whatsoever meant. Well, he didn't like it. So, how did this get ingrained in me? Let me go back to my younger days growing up. And one of the jobs that my sister and I shared was setting the table at dinner time and took out the plates, laid out the silverware in the proper place, had a napkin, etc. But the one thing that was added to the table was a large silver plate serving spoon beside my mother. My mother was not going to put up with some seven-year-old spilling gravy on her tablecloth or anything. So if my sister or I wanted any food, it was, I mean, the serving bowls were on the table. And my mother would say, pass your plate. We would pass the plate over to my mother, and she would take the serving spoon and scoop out stuff and then hand it back to us. Now, if my sister or I wanted a second helping or something more added to our plate, we were instructed to ask and say, may I please have some more mashed potatoes or whatever, always ending the request with either mother or ma'am. And she would say, pass your plate over, and she would pick up the silver serving spoon. If you failed to say please or thank you when she had served you, you were in for a very quick admonishment thanks to the back of that big silver plate serving spoon. I don't want to use too many analogies, but lightning quick, rattlesnake quick, whatever, to your outstretched hand, you would get the back of that silver serving spoon across your knuckles. Not hard. She's not going to break anything, but definitely would get your attention. And then she would repeat in a very calm voice, excuse me, I didn't quite hear you, to which you would say, 
may I please have some more mashed potatoes, mother or ma'am, whatever. And then she would say, thank you. And very quickly, it was ingrained in you to say, please, thank you, and to address her as mother or ma'am. It, w- it was not, you know, hey, you or, you know, hey, I want some more mashed potatoes. Let me have some. That probably would have gotten you sent away from the table. But again, with the renters that we had in the in the winter, the snowbirds that came down, it was the same thing that you were to address them with please, thank you. And as I explained in an earlier podcast, the um, all the adults were referred to as aunts or uncles, even though they were no relations. So it would be, you know, may I please have some more mashed potatoes, Aunt Lucy, or something like that. And then thank you, Aunt Lucy. So that's, it was ingrained in me, absolutely ingrained. And so that's what it was so shocking for me when I was called into that um, owner's office and told he thought I was mocking him and that absolutely to quit quit this. Well, it still hasn't been knocked out of me, even at this age. I still unconsciously make it a point to say those things with interacting with people. I'll give you another example, but this one is in adult life of getting one's attention. I had learned how to shoot a 22 rifle in Boy Scouts or went to conservation camp or something, you know, just plinking at, at targets or maybe they handed us a BB gun, but I really, nothing serious. In my early 20s, I joined a group that was a um, marksmanship team using reproduction Civil War black powder muzzle-loading rifles. And we worked as a team, and it was interesting. It was really based on my interest in the Civil War, and it was just an extension of that. Well, the guy that led the group was a, World, a former World War II Marine sniper from the Pacific Theater. And so he knew firearms, he knew marksmanship, and he knew I needed help. And he took me out one day to the range, and it was just he and I, and he held up the rifle and he said, now I want you to pay attention. I want you to follow everything that I'm doing and look at how I'm I'm holding it, where I'm gripping the rifle, everything, how my arms are lined up. And I'm a hotshot, smart aleck, young 22-year-old or something. And I looked at him and kind of, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. And he's like, you sure? Yeah, 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 I got it. And so he hands me the rifle, obviously unloaded, and says, okay, show me how you did it, how you're going to do it, just like I did it. And so I assume the position and am holding it. And he says, you got it? And I said, yeah, you know, okay, what, what's so difficult about this? What I failed to note was that he had a Marine Corps issue bayonet in a scabbard on his hip. And he had slowly taken that off its belt clip and was holding it by the scabbard so that the, the hilt and the the handle were exposed. And just like my mother with the back of a silver serving spoon, he whacked the point of my right elbow 
and went across the knuckles of my left hand, it seemed simultaneously. And he was did not give me the little kiss that my mother had done. I got a whack. And I, you know, yelled, ow, you know. And he just looked at me and smiled and said, now that I have your attention, perhaps you're going to pay attention. And he put the the bayonet back onto its clip, asked me to hand him the uh, rifle, and he said, now pay attention to what I'm doing. I paid attention. And I will tell you, if I pick up a rifle to this day, it goes straight into that Marine Corps position. I don't know any other way to handle a rifle, to, to aim a rifle, but that the way that that gentleman taught me. It's just amazing how same little life lessons from a child can reappear in adult life. And some of those lessons I did, I never took my mother's taps on my knuckles as as meanness or anything. It was simply a reminder of what the proper way to do this was. And she did not have to uh, tap my knuckles too many times, just as that instructor did in teaching me how to hold a rifle. He didn't have to do that a second time. I learned it the first time and instantly paid attention and did it the right way from there on out. So, both those lessons at different times in my life has still stuck with me. And with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast.